With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you want legendary service. If you want sweeter discounts. Save by bundling auto and home with insurance. Hello and welcome to this content podcast. We're going to get into the changes to rival score. We're going to talk about the skill-based matchmaking in friendlies. We're going to talk a lot about Everton players because we've got Andy AJ3 back on the pot. And of course, we'll dig into plenty more content chat too. I'm your host, Ben, and this is the Foot Weekly Podcast brought to you by our supporters. I should just quickly say, Steve did record through the wrong input, so he won't sound quite as good and full-blown Chris Sutton as he normally does. And also, actually, this was recorded live on Andy's stream, so it's something a little bit different. Let's get into it. So, Steve, the foot coach, welcome to week three. Thank you, Ben. Glad to be here. Glad to uh, have a bit of the the first weekend league under my belt. Not completed yet, but it's just been quite a roller coaster, which I'm sure we'll probably get to at some point. Yeah, yeah, we'll probably talk a bit about that, maybe with our guest here as well. Delighted to be joined by Andy, AJ3. Andy, welcome back to the pod. Been a little while. It's been a very long time, mate. Is this scary for you? <laughs> it is a little bit, I guess. We don't normally do it live, of course, or not the main pod anyway. So it's a bit of a new experience, but I reckon we can handle it. But it's crazy to think you weren't streaming at all about a year ago, and here you are. I know. Crazy, isn't it? been signed up to become a full-time Facebook streamer. Amazing. Well, let's jump into what we're going to talk about today. We want to get into the whole division of rivals, uh, weekly score, debacle, of course. But I, want, I wanted to start off with something a little bit lighter because normally, I mean, we, we do this pod with Andy and basically Japes just tries to roast you or Steve just tries to roast you about how bad Everton are doing. So well, hey, hey to... welcome to a new <laughs> season, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. How are y'all doing? <laughs> I thought I'd give you the opportunity to get that in there, only fair. And of course... A good person to be talking to with so many Everton special cards around. That one to watch Rodriguez, I'm assuming you've done him. I have done him. I did try him in a game of foot champs. He is very clunky. Any planning on squad build showdown or what's the plan? I was gonna record I was gonna record. I was gonna use a full Everton team in Div Rivals or Foot Champs at some point. Mm. And then I had to discard my play of the month Cavaloon. <laughs> oh, I so don't know about that. That's, that oh, went that's well. Yeah. So he's gone. 
So I'm not really sure now, to be honest. If you, I mean, I've got Hammers. If he gets a couple more in forms, which are, it doesn't seem particularly unreasonable because he is like the best player in the Prem, mm. I can see him actually becoming quite good. Like, Surely at some point they've got to think, do you know what, we're going to chuck him plus five pace. And then they might do it again and you'll be like, he'd be, at that point he'll have like, I mean, he's already got like 96 short passing and stuff like that, hasn't he? That's true. I feel like in a 4 one 2 2 narrow, you know, you can have him behind two strikers and that's probably okay because his pace is not going to be as important. He, he came off the bench against me a few times and did some good stuff, so... Once everyone else is a bit tired, maybe he's all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's getting there, though. He's, like, he's almost got 80 agility and he's almost got 80 balance. Couple more informs. Yeah. Let's talk about what we were wanting to mainly get into today, which is something that is pretty controversial. We've had the changes to rivals. We'll hear Steve's perhaps controversial take as well, shortly. Controversial, Steve. Imagine that, eh, Andy? What are you going to say? <laughs> you're you're going to say you'll love it, aren't you? And we're going to fall out. <laughs> no, I've been sitting here all weekend trying to think of something controversial, so I finally come up with something. <laughs> Can I just add in on the discussion on, on James Rodriguez? I, I found this out this weekend. I did, he's named after James Bond. Did you know that? Really? I no, he's, know that. he's named after James Bond. He's serious. He could be James Bond, couldn't he, when you look at him? He has a license to thrill, Andy. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Let's move on to talking about what is a key change this week. I mean, it's very significant and it came late in the day and that is the change to how weekly score is earned in weekend league. In many ways, this was an inevitable change, at least to some extent, but nobody was quite sure what would happen until very late in the day. But what we know now, I'll explain, although I'll start off by explaining what happened last year. Weekly score is what they call the points that you earn to improve the rank you finish in in rivals. I'll call it weekly score because it's a bit less confusing than points. There are plenty of other things called points in the game. So what happened last year was you got 400 rivals score for every weekend league game you played, no matter the result. And that added to your weekly score, which allowed you to improve rank to get better rivals rewards. This year, the change to rivals means that you don't earn weekly score beyond 30 games. So obviously, had Weekend League given you weekly score on top of that 30 game cap, that would have meant that rivals was practically necessary to get the top ranks in rivals, which is kind of an argument in itself. But the whole point of introducing that 30 game cap was likely to make rivals sort of a valid mode in its own right. And this would have probably made a mockery of that, basically. So what they did instead was make it so that the weekend league games count towards that cap still earning those 400 weekly score for each game played which means if you don't play any rivals and you go straight into weekend league play all 30 games the most rank score that you can earn is 12,000 which is definitely not enough for rank one so it's a pretty significant change in many ways because it means that you can no longer get a high rank just by playing weekend league and the focus is now shifted a bit more onto rivals. It was quite a significant change, Andy. I mean, everyone needed to know about this. The communication came quite late and the weekend league was delayed, right? Yeah, that's my tinfoil affairy. Foot champs is about to start. Yeah. And they're like, ah, oh, shoot. <laughs> you somebody was just sat there going, I'm sure there was something I meant to do. And it's just, I can't tell what the hell it was. It's, do you think it just occurred to them on Friday? Yeah, like, yeah. oh, Christ, we've forgotten. Because it, obviously they really had to communicate that because people would be playing games and having them count towards 
their rivals' games without them realising otherwise, right? But couldn't they have yeah. announced it a week before? We are game changers, but we don't actually know. Like, we don't change the game. Right. But yeah, Steve isn't. Either. No, Steve's not. Me and he, Steve's a no-man. We don't actually know anything, really. That's just our tinfoil half theory, but I reckon it's got to be an oversight. Yeah. And then they've realised that, oh, crap, this is going to... We shouldn't have done this because it's it's a terrible idea, isn't it? It's, it's so stupid. Andy, explain why you think it's a terrible idea. Okay, so the whole point of putting a 30-game cap on it was because it was unhealthy, basically, wasn't it? Like, it was encouraging an unhealthy play style. So I think, fair mm. play, shout out to EA. That's a really good idea. Make it to that, like... I mean, I mean I'm going to be honest, I think 30 is a bit too much, but each to their own. Like, what's that? If you're playing foot champs, so let's say you play foot champs Friday, Saturday, Sunday or Friday, Saturday, if you're mental and play 15 games a day, that's six games per day of FIFA to hit your rival's cap. I guess yeah. you could play a, a couple hours, playing two or three hours of FIFA. Is that is that right? Two to three hours to play six games? Yeah, I think it's about two hours, yeah. Two hours of FIFA a night. It's quite a lot, but I guess it's not unreasonable. I guess that's fair enough. 30 is not too bad. But the problem with it is that rivals resets on Thursday morning, doesn't it? When you mm. get your foot champs rewards. So if you play your two hours of FIFA on your Thursday night like you might do. Most people, I'm going to be honest, probably have Thursday night off. Like I definitely did this week thinking, oh, I'm playing foot champs tomorrow on Friday. Got up on Friday and was like, foot champs is cancelled. I was like, oh, great. So I didn't know what to do with myself mm. on Friday. Just cancelled my stream because I didn't want to sit there and play eight hours of FIFA and be like, okay, we're warmed up for foot champs now. I reckon I just want to uninstall the game. But anyway, the problem with it is that you reset your rival's points on Thursday, the new week starts. And then on Friday, Foot Champ starts. So you don't actually have any time to play Rivals to get Rivals points if you want to play Foot Champs. And then there's 30 games of Foot Champs, 30 games of Rivals. If you play all of your Foot Champs games, that's it. What's the point of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday playing Rivals? We've already used up all your games. I just don't really get it. Why not just make Rivals start on Monday and then you can play Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then you're like, oh, I've got 10 games left. Let's play foot champs and they'll finish off my final 10 games. That makes so much sense. That makes too much sense than it really, let's be honest. That's why they haven't done that. That makes far too much sense. But now, foot champs just swallows all your games before you can even get around to playing rivals. I think it's a really weird like halfway house that they've found here. It doesn't quite please anyone, I think. Uh, I mean, it could be wrong. Steve, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I think it's a fantastic idea. Absolute genius. Um, <laughs> I, no, I don't really. I've, I've kind of... I've swung both ways on this as if I'm Kanye West. It's, I started off thinking that it was a terrible idea. If there was anyone that I'd think, you know who Steve's like? It's like Kanye West. Well, indeed, yeah. I often get mistaken for him when I go to the shops, actually. It's quite embarrassing. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, I started off thinking, terrible idea, same as most of the rest of the community, I think. And then over the weekend, the the, the saving grace with it, I think, is perhaps this. People have been crying out for a long time for a more relaxed, less competitive game mode. And I think potentially what this does is it reduces the incentive for people to be so competitive between Monday and Thursday. So I think what we might actually see as a result of this is people focusing on achieving objectives and it will make it much more feasible for people to do that. You'll, you'll see people playing less strong squads because they're not too bothered about getting the rivals points. Obviously, skill rating is still going to be a factor, so it'll be within reason. But I think that it could actually have a, a positive effect in that sense. I think it'll end up making it worse. Because have you seen the thing about Div 1 rank 2 gets worse rewards than Div 5 rank 1? 
and you can't hit you can't hit rank one of Div One by just playing foot champs. So then you're gonna get rank two maximum is gonna be your rewards. And then when you do come to the, your objectives and stuff like that, you're playing against Div One players. Why would you not just self relegate yourself down to Div Five? I mean, you probably wouldn't get rank one in any division just playing foot champs. But you know, it's not worth the extra effort, is it? Playing against Div One players to get rank two or three rewards because you're using up all your games in foot champs. That's what I'm most disappointed about with it, Andy, because before they did this, there was a kind of built-in incentive to not self-relegate because if you self-relegated, you were taking up some of your allocation of 30 games for that week. But now that's gone because your 30 games will most likely be out of the way by the time yeah. you finish foot camps on the Monday. So that incentive to, to maintain your division is now gone and that doesn't make sense to me. Well, the only thing is though, Division 1 rank 2 rewards are definitely better than Division 3 or 4 Rank 2 rewards. So if you can only get a lower rank and you're not really playing rivals, you're playing Weekend League, then you do want to stay in a relatively high division because actually you're not playing in it, but you're getting better rewards for being there. But obviously you're not actually playing in in rivals anyway, so it's still going to make rivals feel disjointed in terms of who's in what division because even if I'm staying in Division 1, I'm not it's playing in Division playing 1. playing the game, yeah. So actually it's still kind of rubbish in terms of where it puts people and how division rivals feels in terms of having the right players in the right divisions. I think it just makes rivals pointless is the problem. Well, yes and no, because we always forget, you know, there are so many people out there who don't play all their weekly games, who don't play that many rivals games. I mean, 30 games a week is a lot of games, right? Mm -hmm. uh, for most players. For us, very committed players, it's not many games. And we can easily do it. But for those who are not playing so much, actually, there are plenty of people out there who play maybe 20 weekend league games and 10 rivals games a week. That's still quite a lot of games. And for them, this actually works out quite well because they'll be able to top up their score in rivals, uh, complete some objectives maybe at the same time and get like a slightly higher rank than someone who did play all their weekend league games. It's not just that, Ben, as well. It's, it's sort of, it stops people escaping on the power curve as well because people who are getting double rewards from both rivals and foot champs as opposed to people who can only play that handful of games each week. They're just, the squads that they're building, the coins that they have is just, it's, it's astronomical compared to your casual gamer. Yeah, Andy, I don't know what you think about this, but maybe it would be better, or at least this is what I think, and I've said it before, rivals and weekend league should be separate. You shouldn't be able to earn rival score through weekend league because it protects those 30 games and it's better for people who want to play rivals because they're not competing with people who are getting bonus points through weekend league. That would be better than this. Yeah, yeah. I think there's like three options, isn't it? And they've picked the worst one. Like the best one for me would be move rivals till Monday. And that does encourage like a more casual play style because you're encouraged to do well in rivals because that's the point. It's like a skill ranked game. But you don't have to go mental if you're playing foot champs for it because you might play, I don't know, a couple of games a night and be on like 10. Maybe one day you feel like, oh, I'll play a few more. You get like 10, 15 games or something like that done throughout the week. And then you're like, oh, my last 10, 15 games of foot champs will finish that off and then I'll finish foot champs if I fancy it, if I've got a good record going or I'll just settle for my division. Or, it doesn't really matter, does it? Like, And you're just chilling, you're just having a good time, playing some kind of competitive FIFA, but you're not like grinding your arse off and making yourself bored out of your mind, praying that you get a good pack at the end of it. So that, I think that's mm. the best one, moving it to Monday. I said the second best one, I think, is what you've just said. Just make it completely separate and it doesn't give you any skill rank at all. And if you want to play rivals, you play rivals. If you want to play div foot champs, you play foot champs. And if you want to play both go go for it mate you're mental but mm. the better players the people who play more naturally should get more stuff that's kind of how it works 
And I think the problem with the current system is that you can still play both rivals. Yeah, you just have to play 30 games first, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you have to play them all within a day or two. And actually, someone was saying it is actually a bit more feasible than people think because you can play 15 games of rivals on a Thursday, 15 games of rivals on a Friday, Friday, 15 games of weekend league on a Saturday and 15 games of weekend league on a Sunday. So that's just going back to unhealthy play styles, isn't it? Yeah, that takes us back to, you know, the 40 game weekend league, doesn't it? Yeah, so we've ended up with stupid option three, which is worse than the other two. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, yeah, you're getting onto that. Yeah, no, totally agree. I think for me, this is the worst situation. I think the only way they could maybe rescue it is by, as you said, changing it so that rewards happen on Monday for rivals or the, the reset happens on Monday. Which, I mean, they've left themselves open to. There's nothing that they've said to say that that won't happen, but they haven't said it will. You know, they'll have all the analytics, won't they? So they can see what's going on and whether that makes sense to do. So they could change it. I was trying to think if there's any reason, I don't know whether you can think of any reasons, Steve, that they wouldn't do that, put it on a Monday. I mean, we already have some rewards then. I don't think it'd be, you know, a problem day to have rewards on, like it would be if it was a Friday, so that it would uh, interfere with people's pack buying. There's obviously some sort of agenda behind it. They haven't just done this for the hell of it. I'm sure it makes sense from from the offices in Vancouver. Mm. Steve, the other thing is that we haven't maybe properly said, in my opinion at least, there's no way they could have continued it how it was before where you could get rank score from both weekend league and from rivals because it would... Well, that turns it back it, to 60 games, Yeah, because it? It, it would completely make the fact that they were making rivals 30 game limit it would make it pointless. And and I think for me, the biggest thing is I like the idea that Rivals has become a more kind of skill-based, more valid mode. And actually people were having to properly think about their Rivals games and play them in a way that involved a bit more commitment. Whereas before, you know, you just spam games, like it didn't really matter. Yeah, I get it. Oh yeah, okay. So it's better to play 100 games in a week and draw 50, lose 25 and win 25 whereas now you actually have to play 30 and try to win it was about quantity not quality it didn't matter at all really what i mean you'd obviously get relegated if you're losing loads but like it didn't matter that much and now you know what they've done by doing the cap has actually made it a lot better for people who are more casual and feel they can only play 30 games play a bit of weekend league and a bit of rivals not more than 30 games this is fantastic so if you're one of those people happy days for you if you're a content creator a pro then you'll probably be complaining on Twitter, as they are. So that sums it up, I think. I wanted to move on to some more content content stuff, stuff that's come out over the past week. We talked a bit about Everton. Obviously, there's that Alan as well. I'm assuming you've used the Alan. Alan is... Okay, everyone's going to call me biased. I promise you I'm not being biased. <laughs> Alan is the best CDM on the game. Stop being biased. I had Alan and Kante playing CDM. Alan's so much better. It's not even close. Mm, why do you think that is? What's he got over Kante? He doesn't feel as clunky. I don't know if it's his body type mm. or his agility or his balance or his, I don't know what it is. He does have four-star skills as well, I'm pretty sure, which is kind of mad. But anyway, he just feels so much nicer on the ball. Like, they're equally both, like, as fast and as both got, like, maximum stamina and can both run around and tackle everyone and all that stuff. He just, once you've tackled them, he feels so much better with the ball and so much better at passing. Mm. Do you think Kante would feel better if he signed for Evan? I don't think so, no. <laughs> I think it's his body type, but I don't know if that's me just in my head being mental, like, making up a reason for it but he genuinely is like Alan genuinely is better than Kante to be fair Alan does have slightly higher dribbling and ball control but only a bit but that might yeah. be enough you know? I mean it's also I do have an engine on my Alan maybe that's helping did you not have that on Kante I, I put catalyst on him because he can't pass to save his life uh, okay yeah yeah well I guess engine massively boosts the dribbling doesn't it so. yeah I'm not um, sure whether he'll get an inform this is one thing people are asking me if there's one to watch because he is 
Mm. Okay, maybe this is being a bit biased, but he is absolutely unbelievable in real life. But he's one of them <laughs> players where you don't notice it unless you're actually watching it yeah. and like watching Everton every week. He's sort of just there and he's just always yeah. there. And it's really, it's really off-putting. It's kind of like, do you know when you see like, I don't know, like a, a horror film or something like that. And every time you turn around, the person's behind you and you turn around again and they're behind you again. That's like Alan playing football. Other people's teams must get the ball and think, okay, I'm going to pass the ball there. And then Alan's there. And then like, okay, I'll pass it over here instead. And then Alan's there. Yeah, he yeah. just never stops running, but he reads the game so mm-hmm. well. Exactly. He was like that at Napoli. That, that's exactly it. He reads the game perfectly. But I don't think that's going to get him an inform. So I'm not really sure if he's ever going to actually get upgraded. When James Rodriguez is like pinging 75-yard yeah. passes straight onto Dinier's foot and stuff like that, and Calvaloon scoring hat-tricks and stuff, I don't think they're ever going to give the inform to Allen. If Everton ever win a good game, you see, it's the, the loser mentality is still ingrained, Andy. You've got to get is that out what it now. is? If we do well, <laughs> I still don't think you'll get an inform. Yeah. I mean, maybe an upgrade in uh, January if he keeps it up. I could see that. But that's quite a long-term uh, plan if you're going to keep him for that long. Another player that is quite similar to Alan, actually, and uh, many people would say potentially is better than Alan, Partey. Partey? Cool, that <laughs> sounds. He, I mean, he's basically... I mean, I was looking at his stats. I, I mean, he's got slightly less pace, but you're talking about Kante earlier. He's basically like a massive Kante. I mean, I don't know how his one-to-watch is like 170, 170-odd K when Kante's is like... Kante's like four Regular gold card is like 300 K or something. But yeah, Partey's a bit different because he's he's got really good shooting. He's much more physical. He's got the size. I think he's pretty tenacious too. And he's not quite as quick as Kante, but he definitely looks, I mean, comparable. Steve, have you used him? I think you were mentioning, was it his base card that you'd used? Yeah, um, I've got his Atletico Madrid version. I'm using it in my in my team at the moment currently. Got him paired up with uh, Frankie de Jong. And he's fantastic. Love him. Great card. Uh He's got the height, as he said, um, six foot one. He's got mm. the uh, the medium high work rates, which I love on the CDM. He's got stamina; he'll run all day, a bit like Alan, as Andy was saying there. And he's just got he's got decent all round stats. He's he's got reliable passing, eighty four vision, eighty six short passing, eighty four long passing. He's not exactly clunky on the ball, but he's not smooth either. He's kind of in that that twilight zone between the two. But for, mm. for somebody who sort of sits there deep and, and breaks up the play, he's one of one of the best CDMs I've used, if not the best. And I think he's really good value at the moment. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And what chem style do you have on him? Shadow. Nice, yeah. Yeah. To be fair, yeah, I think that pace needs increasing, doesn't it? Definitely. That's the only the only downside of the card as it is, but Shadow fixes that nicely. Lovely colour combo as well on the uh, the Arsenal one to watch item. I really enjoyed that. Got the sort of red yellow colours on the Ghana flag as well mixing in nicely one of the main things I look for in a player <laughs> what his card looks like <laughs> <laughs> um, to be fair like the amount of uh, value that a dynamic image actually adds to a player <laughs> true <laughs> there are definitely people out there that, uh, that care about that kind of stuff hello so I've snuck in a break here so that I can tell you about that 12,000 FIFA point giveaway which so many of you have entered already you've got until the end of the month to do that over at bit.ly slash podpoints21 bit.ly slash podpoints21 but there's also some very exciting news because we've hit 
the milestone of 500 patrons. We did hit 500 last year, but it was much later in the year as well. So it's really great to hit that so nice and early and also welcome so many new supporters. Thank you, it really means a lot. And I should say actually to those new supporters, if you are on the gold or above tier, remember loads of those perks are in the Discord which you are welcome to join and just lurk in, or you can get involved with the fantastic community there. And you can do that by going to the original email you got from Patreon when you signed up saying something about rewards. And in there will be a unique link which you can click and it takes you through the process of joining the Discord. If you want to make an account because you don't have one, you can do one at that point. Discord's fantastic. I'd strongly encourage people to sign up. It's like a forum meets a group chat. It's great, basically, and most people, once they've got to grips with it, do really enjoy it. You can also select various different roles in the Please Read section, which will allow you to request friendly matches, co-op matches, and get alerts as well. So there's plenty of handy stuff in there for everyone to enjoy. So yeah, hop in there, say hi, share your team as is tradition, and I'll look forward at Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today, because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Good to welcoming you there. Right, let's get back into the pod. Okay, so let's look at some more cards that have come out recently. There are quite a few interesting ones. Maturity, great player. I think he's really solid. He's a cheap one to watch SBC. Because of MLS structure, it means that we're not going to see special cards from him for quite some time. And his special cards are not going to be that expensive anyway. But the one that I was a little bit more interested in that we've had recently is actually a team of the week player which <laughs> one of the few times of the year the team of the week feels relevant and that inform walker oh baby. he's expensive he's very expensive 400k but i mean there's such a lack of far center backs i mean especially in the premier league where i mean i think you've got obviously joe gomez you've got tamori and then apart from that i don't think there are many center backs above sort of like 79 78 pace so to have a center back here in walker who's what 90 acceleration 95 sprint speed it's uh, you know it is definitely a very useful card and and one that i think considering how important pace is in behind is you know seriously seriously important at the moment i think it's a card that i might even look to stretch to because i just don't think you can get anything like him and you can pair him with joe gomez so easily um, i think it's a really good card uh, any any thoughts on that andy i just don't know how to stick him in my team to be honest with you I've got a god squad my two centre backs mm-hmm. at the moment are Van Dijk and Varane Van Dijk is as far as I can tell the best uh, icons aside I'm sure Maldini's better is the best centre back on the game Varane is very good but sometimes gets caught out is a little bit more clunky but Varane is so good because he gets a perfect link to Mendy who's absolutely incredible at left back mm. how you would work Kyle Walker in instead I'm not 100% sure I guess he'd have to come in for Van Dyke, and then that might not be. There isn't really a proper standout, sweaty, foot champs, high high division div rivals fullback in the prem, left back in the prem. Like, am I being stupid and completely missing mm. someone? But it's like Robertson's obviously high rated, but he's slow, and everyone just loves to throw ball it down the line to Adama Traore. And then Digne, as much as I love him, again is slow, 
and everyone loves to throw ball it down the line to Adama Traore. So I don't know how you'd, I don't know how <laughs> I'd get him into my team is the, as well as Van Dijk. Mm. Instead of Van Dijk, I'm sure it's great, but then would you not just buy Van Dijk for the same price? To be honest, I've used Varane and Van Dijk and I thought Varane was better. Really? Um, oh, what kind yeah, of style yeah. did you have on him? Because people keep crying at me for putting an anchor on him. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I had shadow on him. Maybe I, I need to put shadow, a shadow on him. Van Dyke and Varane, yeah. I see. I've got an anchor on Van Dyke as well because it gives him max defending, max strength, max jumping, and a pace boost. Because anchor gives plus 10 strength this year, doesn't it? I've said, I said this on the last pod, but people are still asking me whether they should put shadow on their centre backs. Yes, put shadow on your centre backs. It makes such a difference because the way I see it is this game was clearly designed with max pace defenders and attackers in mind because they've started to develop the game more and more for foot. And by the end of foot, like in the last three, four, five months, the defenders have max pace and the attackers have max pace, right? So in my opinion, that's why at the moment it feels like pace just runs the game because people don't have fast enough defenders because there just aren't any fast enough defenders. And I said this last week, as soon as you put a shadow on someone like Varane, it's not going to work putting a shadow on Ake. He's not going to be fast enough. But if you put a shadow on Varane, he has basically the pace that can keep up with, you know, your Adama Traore. And then the game feels quite different, in my opinion. It's not all about pace because the other things come into play. You might have just revolutionized my foot champs. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Generally, and I, I played Tamori in my team with a shadow. And honestly, he was better than Diego Carlos was when I had him on my team. I mean, it, they're not massively different in pace, but the extra pace really, it really did make a difference. I think people are still kind of underrating the pace element, even though they clearly listened to the last podcast they've come to me and said oh you know should I put shadow on this centre-back every single centre-back in the game in my opinion needs shadow um, you have to get those players to as close as you can to their attacking uh, counterparts pace and uh, you basically can't do that on certain centre-backs and a big part of that Andy is that they you know remember they dropped the shadow chem style from plus 15 acceleration to plus 10 mm-hmm. um, so you you can't quite boost it as much as you used to I, ironically, Ben, no, I, Kyle Walker is, is one of the few cards that I wouldn't use Shadow on. Yes, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, I'd, I'd yeah. bang a Sentinel on him because of his defensive awareness. Yeah, I'd still be putting Anchor on, to be fair. Mm, don't know about <laughs> that. I'm not well, the man to get, talk just... to about defenders at the moment. I, I sold all of mine yesterday. Did you? How I did. come? I did. Well, it's, it's a bit of an exaggeration to say that defending is a lottery, but it's not much of an exaggeration, is it, really? Um, there's a lot of missed mm. tackles. There's... Do you reckon? I reckon defending's too easy. No, I think as soon as you start manually defending, you, you, anything can happen, really. So I saw the price of Messi and I just thought, you know, yeah, well, I, I, I sold all my defenders and bought Lionel Messi, which amazing mm. fun. Really enjoyed it. It's been great. Yeah. Tell us about him. What's your review of young Lionel? He's, he's excellent. I, I mean, the only reason I can think of why he's not in more competitive player sides is because of his stamina. He's he's so much mm. fun. His his attacking positioning is unbelievable. I tweeted a clip, and this is actually what, what made my mind up to buy him, more or less. I played against him, and he ran offside, and he dragged my defender with him out wide as he ran offside. And then he just sort of curled his run back in. <laughs> and uh, ran back onside into the gap that he'd left while my centre-back was still wondering what the hell was going on. It was just like Moses through the Red Sea. And mm. I thought, wow, I want a bit of that. And I bought him, and he's never done it for me since. <laughs> but he's, 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 he's amazing in, in so many other ways. Um, his ball control is incredible. The agile dribbling is amazing. Get it on his left foot and hit a finesse, and, you know, you can start celebrating. It's, for 700k, that is some serious card yeah it's not a bad price is it 
I mean, also there aren't that many good right mid options to be honest in the game. Right wing's no. been really irritating me. Yeah, that's a real lack. So, uh, not a bad player. Although, yeah, so much cheaper than Mbappe and Ronaldo, right? It's crazy. I got, I've got Messi as well, and I was shocked when I went to buy him. Mm. Just how cheap he is. It's kind of mad. Can't see it lasting for long. Do you think he'll go up? I, I probably will. You know, especially as the casuals, you know, gain coins and think, oh yeah, I'll have a bit of Messi. Up Messi. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Other players that we've seen. Player of the month, Cranrich. Not especially interesting in my opinion, unless anyone has any other thoughts. I think he's a decent cam. He looks like if you boost his stats that aren't pace and you sort of do a Rodriguez and play him behind two strikers, he'd probably be decent. But I mean, and he's not expensive either, but like, yeah, not especially exciting. Nah. Any other opinions on that? Not really. Um, I've just got one to watch Jota. Yeah. I've just finished that objective. How, so how is Jota? Tell us about him, Andy. Other than the fact that he's got four star skills, five star weak foot, Really good mm. work rates in attacking position and scores loads of goals, gets crap loads of assists, really nice dribbling, good passing, good shooting, always seems to be in the right place and just really, really improves my team. He's probably the worst player I've used on this game. <laughs> has nothing to do with the badge on his card. Absolutely not, mate. <laughs> Would you say it's a factor, Andy, that you know the fact that he plays for Liverpool means that there's so many other great players that he can get a hyperlink to, a strong link to? Uh, are you, you Salah that? and he's actually terrible? So I'm going to go with you now. <laughs> I just used his normal yeah. card. Like I made a video on a best Prem team you can get for like hundred under 100k or whatever. It's, in fact, the market's completely crashed. You could probably buy that thing for about 40k now. <laughs> but he was in it and he's really, really good, which is frustrating mm. in one way and good in another. But I played him cam. And this is the problem that I've been having mm. when I was saying like I had a problem with right wings is that I have Neymar and... Because of that, you need to play a formation with a left mid and right mid or a left wing and right wing. Getting a good right wing to then fit into the team has been such a pain in the ass. Like Salah was bad. Mm. Adam is good, but all he can do is run in straight lines. I tried. Who else did they have? I can't even remember. But Lucas is probably the only... Lucas is very good, actually, yeah. yeah. But, but it's pretty much just him. And Bale, I guess, but Bale's kind of clunky. Yeah, I got Messi instead. Don't know if... We'll see how that goes. Are you playing him in right wing, Messi? Currently can't decide between playing 4-2-3-1, which is what I had been playing, and Messi would play central camp. And I have Maradona wide right and Neymar wide left. Or I can I can just see the seething and people listening to this. Um, or the <laughs> 4 triple 2 I tried it out just because my chat was banging on at me to try it. And then Messi plays striker next to Mbappe, simply just to receive the ball and defeat either through ball Mbappe or just finesse it top bins because his finish shots are mm. stupid. Yeah, they are. So I've only played one or two games. I played a friendly against Haber last night just to try it out. And then mm. I've played one, two games of foot champs actually. And I was playing awful this morning. I'm playing half asleep. So we'll just pretend they mm. never happened. <laughs> How many games have you got left? Eight, I think. Oh, okay. That's yeah. a nice number. 16 and six. Not great. How do you even lose a game with that mm. team? Um, <laughs> Wait, is this on an RTG? No, I haven't got okay. one this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> basically I traded money for FIFA points oh, yeah. and... Now I've got oh, yeah. a really good team. I would 100% recommend it. Really good trading yeah. method. What other trading tips have you got, Andy, to wrap up this section then on content? Tell you one yeah. trading tip not to do. Do not trade your coins for an entry into the foot draft thinking you're going to make profits because Jesus Christ, I would consider myself <laughs> quite good at this game. Holy moly, who's playing it? I think it's only professional FIFA players. I honestly think it might just be pros because the thing is, it's very profitable for pros, right, to play it. Unless, of course, it ends up all being pros and then probably it isn't. I've seen a lot but of pros struggling, to be fair. I've seen, like, Bateson yeah, and run the foot markets pros. and people who hit, like, 
elite. Yeah. Like Bateson consistently, obviously he has a squad that's even better than mine, but he's still very, very good at FIFA. Like he's still way better at FIFA than me and I almost hit elite most of the time. Bateson's a very good mm. FIFA player. Run the foot market is like top 100 quality and like, mm. well, top 200 this year. Um, and he, they were both tweeting about how hard foot draft is. It's mental. This is the really interesting thing, I think, about the way foot draft works is because it's completely open matchmaking, right? There's no skill-based matchmaking within it. Whereas other modes obviously do have, even we know now Live Foot Friendlies has some skill-based matchmaking, not as much as Rivals, but it has a bit. What people often don't realize, I suppose, is that this actually can happen to something which doesn't have any skill-based matchmaking because the top sort of, I don't know, 20% of players who are actually able to make draft worth their while become the only people who are playing it after a certain amount of time. Yeah. Basically, you see the slow whittling down of the number of people who are going to bother entering that mode. And obviously, if the people at the bottom who just keep losing don't enter it, then eventually the people better than them don't enter it because they keep losing. And then the people better than them don't enter it because they keep losing. And so this is an interesting thing about this whole live foot friendlies thing. When people are saying, oh, skill-based matchmaking, we don't want it in live foot friendlies because it's meant to be chilled for objectives. Well, for the worst players in the game, I com- without skill-based matchmaking, there's nothing chill about it at all. They're just losing Yeah, constantly. I completely disagree <laughs> they'll with stop that. Playing. Like, I, okay, I don't completely disagree with it because I was tweeting Mav and Wolfie about it and they actually kind of changed my mind about it in terms of like, if it's completely random, good players obviously will just win games and bad players won't, but then get good, I guess. Is that the argument? <laughs> that is the argument. Like, they did kind of change my mind. I'm going to try and find my tweets about it, but I don't have too much problem with it. I feel like it should be very, very loose. Like, somebody in Div 8 shouldn't be playing against someone in Div 1, but I feel like they should be able to yeah. play against someone in Div 5. And then the Div 5 player can have, like, we a We don't know game. how loose it is, right? Yeah, I guess we don't. So it could be that yeah. loose. It depends how strict the matchmaking is, because like you, I think that the loosening of the matchmaking is really important to make it more varied because people like that. It just, I remember when, you know, we had objectives in single matches and I've said this before in the pod in the past, but someone got in touch with me and said it took them 30 or 40 games to get an objective in single matches, which took me like three or four games. And, you know, whether you think that's fair just because they're not very good and I'm good is not really the point in my opinion, because those people are just going to stop playing that mode or, they're not going to play FIFA. And EA obviously don't want them not playing FIFA. And I don't want them to stop playing the mode because I can't beat them 5-0. So <laughs> if they remove skill-based matchmaking from foot friendlies, I think that it would just end up like foot draft, basically. It would take a while. And I think that's also why we moved away from daily knockout tournaments. I imagine they probably saw the engagement over time just dropped off massively as people realized they just couldn't win. That makes sense. So that's just my theory on it anyway. Maybe I've changed mind again. <laughs> Maybe a little. My response to Mav was that people who are good at FIFA don't want skill-based matchmaking so that they can smash people who are bad. And they say, oh, we just want a fun game, a casual game. It's casual to you because you're battering people who are terrible at FIFA. Like, it's not casual yeah, yeah. for the other person on the other side of the screen. So that was my initial argument. And then he was like going backwards and forwards. And eventually, I, my conclusion I came to is if you do turn skill-based matchmaking on, at least if it's strict, everyone sweats and everyone wins 50% of the time, which is a good solution to getting the objectives, but it's boring. Like if I wanted that, I'd just play Div Rivals. Whereas mm. no skill-based matchmaking, bad players lose, good players win, get good. Yeah. But I think somewhere in the middle is probably better where, yes, you can match up against people who are significantly worse than you and you can match up against people who are significantly better than you, but not too much to the point where it's pointless even playing the game. Like I'm in 
say I'm in Div 2, I could match up against someone in Div 5 and get an easy game, but they could also match up against someone in Div 7, or they could match up against someone. So, like, keep it within, like, plus or minus two or three divisions or something like that, and I think it's actually okay. What you're saying, hopefully, is how Foot Friendly's matchmaking actually works. Uh, if it works like that, then I think it makes sense, but you're right. If it's a strict That makes rivals, so much sense, though, but then shit. <laughs> so does not making ra- Div Rivals, <laughs> Foot Champs count towards Div Rivals. Yeah, that also yeah. makes loads of sense, and that's not how that works. Very good point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think we've... um hopefully done a good job for people explaining how all these different mode elements work. It's funny because one of my big concerns going into FIFA 21 was the, like, the lack of variety in the modes and they hadn't really changed much since last year. We obviously gained live foot friendlies, which I think is a good thing. And I, I wanted to just close on this actually as we just started talking about it. The big thing we had over the past week, which is almost a new mode in some ways, is the silver, was it called Silver Stars uh, objectives mm-hmm. for the silver Vidra. what was his name vidra yeah yeah i thought that was really good like i like to see that kind of stuff i think it's sort of an old school foot player and you probably agree you know the the silver beasts if you like uh, always something that was quite popular and it's nice to see that back el shirari what a player yeah five star five star el shirari who now has two star weak foot or something so i don't know don't know what happened over time he's completely lost his left foot has he had a foot transplant or something like that <laughs> yeah. amputation but yeah other than the fact that the Vidra card is actually, you know, very good for a silver card as well. Like I saw some people saying they were using him as a super sub in weekend league and he's actually scoring a few goals, which is quite impressive. It's just fun to build a silver team, I guess. Try something different in it. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's the first year in quite a few years that it's been worth playing with a silver team. So uh, we like to see that. Do you have anything to add on that? Uh, no, I've, I've disregarded it entirely. I'm, I'm not a fan of that sort of thing at all. Don't mean to be a killjoy or anything, but no, I don't, silvers aren't my sort of thing. I'd, I'd rather play mm. with the decent cards. Did Did you do it, Andy? I haven't done it yet. I was just fiddling about with a team there. I haven't got enough silvers in my club to actually build a team. I'd need to go out and buy some and actually look into it. I might do it after foot champs, mm. just for something to do. Yeah, exactly. This is the thing. This goes back to what we were talking about before with the way that they've restructured rivals and foot camps. I may do it now because there's there's nothing else much to do between Monday and Thursday. Hmm driving that engagement there we go by locking people out of certain areas like it yeah <laughs> but no no i think it looks fun i haven't actually got around to it myself either but i i like building a silver team and uh, there's something quite nice about playing with bad players and then playing with good players it, the game just suddenly you know opens up you're like wow my player can actually control the ball um, <laughs> this feels great yeah. um so i'm looking forward to that feeling after playing with silvers for a bit do you enjoy headaches ben depends what kind of headache you know like trying to get you on a podcast for nine months <laughs> I think we're probably ready to move on from that. But yeah, I quite like the silver objectives. I, I think it's fun to do something a bit different. And, you know, it is, in quotes, more casual. And uh, people definitely appreciate that. Talking of appreciating things, Andy, thank you very much for having us on your stream. It's been good. Is that the end of my podcast? I think it is, yeah. Oh, I was enjoying myself. Are we not having a, don't even get a break or anything? That's the break. You can't be showing it live on Facebook Gaming. <laughs> not for any kind of Facebook gaming bag. And actually, talking of securing bags, a good point to plug that 12,000 FIFA point giveaway over on the Patreon. I'll have probably talked about it in the break, I'm sure, but you can get to it via bit.ly slash podpoints21. So that's bit.ly slash podpoints21. Over there, you'll also be able to get that gameplay pod with Australian pro Marcus Gomes, which is going to be very informative. And talking of informative, you've got, of course, Steve Stokes' offering of coaching, right? Yep, I'm available. I'm taking bookings at the moment. And I'll also mm. quickly plug my Patreon while we're at it. If you sign up to the Patreon, you'll get access 
to, to various things, including the coaching, perhaps, depending on which tier you, you sign up to. There are tutorials there. Just uploaded at the weekend, actually, a, a very brief tutorial on how to score easy headers from corners. Oh, you massive tease. Mm. I seen that on Twitter, right? <laughs> seen this on Twitter, how to score corners. And I'm like, oh, could do with a bit of this. Click on the video to get the sound to play. Air Steve's voice. What's up, everybody? Welcome to a tutorial on how to score corners. So what you want to do is you want to... <laughs> a man of your means Andy I'd be expecting you to sign up for the Patreon mate <laughs> Fuming. Facebook gaming's finest over here uh, let's move on to uh, wrap ourselves up then uh, thanks Andy very much for joining us really appreciate it it was good yeah enjoyed it broke up my Monday my foot champs Monday it's good yeah yeah if you if you fancy doing it again Wish, what, do you ever have a day off you just, nah, I have two days off Wednesday and one of the weekend days depending on the footy so next weekend is going to be Saturday's the day off because I've seen the UFC's on at normal o'clock Okay, so you will be streaming on a Monday, so we can we can drop in and say hi. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, good to know. Well, and also thank you to Steve. Uh, we'll catch you in the gameplay section as well. Indeed. It's been a pleasure. Nice to catch up with Andy again. Yeah, yeah. Great. To, great I've got to be honest, Andy. Steve, if you want me to sign up to your Patreon, you're going to have to convince me that it's worth it by telling me how to score corners. I may slide into your DMs <laughs> at some point later today. Great. Well, cheers, Andy. We will catch you soon, hopefully. See you later, mate. And if you're a supporter, look out for that gameplay pod dropping very soon. If you're not, we'll catch you next week. For now, a huge thanks to all you listeners, to those supporters, and to those icon patrons. Dave B, DJ FIFA player, Coach Vass, Hugh J, Thomas, Alan G, Hunter B, Alistair, Martin M, Matt L, Liam B, Harry P, Sam B, Adam G, Neil P, David S, Robbie S, Andrew C, Tom B, Jordan, Paul S, Yannick H, Stephen F, Eric T, Christopher R, Damon H, Jonathan P, Elliot M, Lee A, Paul, Johan P, Dominic, Rob P, Michael, Sila P, James P, Mikael L, Nishant, Dodgy Aussie, Anthony R, Also Ran, Jeff B, Stephen M, Roger D, Dan W, Bronco. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Hello, Matt H., Alan M and Savage P. Before I leave you, I just wanted to say that, well, FIFA is a bit like life, really. It has its many ups and its many downs. And if you are having a few more downs than ups in real life in these more difficult times, then please don't feel that you're alone or need to struggle on without taking action. If you go to www.thecalmzone.net, there's loads of resources, advice and support, or even just a chat available to anyone who needs it. I'd really encourage anyone listening who feels they need a bit of extra support to head over there. So that's www.thecalmzone.net. Finally, thank you for listening and I'll catch you on the next one. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. 
With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today, because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.